All right, Home Dogs Pod Conference Championship Weekend is here. Mike Mark and Trev are with you. Only two podcasts left in this NFL season. Only three NFL games left in this season. Very sad, but uh, we have some awesome games this Sunday. I uh, can't remember a, a conference championship weekend like this where both games, the spreads are so tight. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, I'm obviously going to try and figure out what's going to happen and bet on it, but, uh, you know, drop my pen here. Uh, just two pretty awesome games, four really great teams, uh, good defenses, good coaches. Like, there's no glaring weakness other than maybe Mahomes' ankle, perhaps a rookie quarterback, but uh, just some loaded rosters all around. Divisional weekend was, I guess, okay. Bunch of duds. Giants game was a dud. Bills game was a dud. I guess Chiefs Jaguars was okay, but it wasn't nearly as good as Wild Card Weekend. But uh, we we gave out some decent sides last week on the pod. I think our sides and spreads we went uh, two and two, two and zero oh on Saturday, zero oh and two on Sunday. But then uh, you know Mark's teaser hit with the Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, he gave out Eagles first half, which was good. If you guys listen to me and took Matt Breda to score a touchdown, that hit. Um, I'm blanking on a few others, but I think we gave out a, a bunch of winning plays on on Saturday. Daniel Jones rushing under hit which I don't think was a very popular bet. Don't think Josh Allen's rushing over hit, unfortunately, but uh, Bills are a story for another day. But uh, yeah, two games left. What do you make of the four teams left, uh, Mark? Let's start with you. It's exciting. I, I think this is the third time both conference uh, championship games are less than three points in terms of the point spread. Uh, last time was 1997, Denver at Pittsburgh and Green Bay at San Francisco. And then there was another uh, time in 1982. Um, so that makes it pretty interesting. I, I love the low spread. It's pretty even teams. I think it's pretty crazy. Three of these four teams were in the championship games last season. Philly being the one new team uh, replacing the Rams from last year. But I, I think if I was a betting person betting on these teams, I, I think I'd probably lean San Francisco to win the Super Bowl out of the, the four remaining. I know they're on the road and then wow. they win the Super Bowl, obviously. But um, I just think they're the most complete team. Uh, obviously, they probably have the weakest quarterback, but I don't know. I, I'm convinced on that defense and just the coaching as well. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan coming in uh, with a seven and one against the spread mark in the playoffs. I think only uh, Doug Peterson has a, has a better record in his career, and obviously the the legendary Tom Coughlin, I believe, is nine and two. But uh, Shanahan seven and one. Dougie P, I believe, is still undefeated after his cover last week. So so good for him. But uh, I, obviously, Mark likes the 49ers here this week. I don't really know what to do. I guess we can just start with that game. Trav, what are your thoughts on on Niners at Eagles? It seems like a lot of people bet Philly out of the gate at minus one, minus one and a half. Maybe the books opened it too low, but hasn't gotten to three, which I thought it would, even with San Francisco banged up. So I, I'm kind of with Mark just as a contrarian, want to take San Francisco, but Philly was rolling at home last week against our Giants. So, so what do you think? Uh, I definitely agree to be on San Francisco. I mean, the quarterback worries me a little bit, but... I don't. I just think that defense is rolling right now. I don't know that I trust them to win the Super Bowl because Shanahan, as well as he's coached all year, like he does do weird things in big spots, and that goes back years. So I don't know that I would. I would think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I do like them a lot this week, and I think I'd like them to win outright. The Eagles were a machine last week against the Giants, but that's not like the Giants got everything they could out of that season and that roster. So I don't. I don't think that result was too surprising. I don't know. I, I do. I like the 49ers in this game. I, I did tease, uh, well, Sunday night, I think I teased uh, Chiefs, or sorry, Bengals and Niners, and then I did do the, once the line moved, I did do the Chiefs and uh, Niners tease. So I have like a, rooting for a big middle, basically a close game in the in the Chiefs-Bengals game. Yeah, it was so smartly played. I mean, I took the first one with you that I followed you on San Francisco and Cincinnati, but I wasn't monitoring close enough to, to hop in with the Chiefs, but I think that was a good move. Um, I like that idea. In San Francisco, I guess what worries me is they've won 12 straight. Like, 
it's just it would be so historic to just blow 14 straight into the Super Bowl and win it. But I don't know. It does feel like I was surprised at the over under. I think it was 46 and a half when I looked. It, this feels like a lower scoring game than that to me. But I, I would think it'd be similar to last week's Dallas Niners uh, yeah. game, just a kind of a defensive struggle a little bit. Because um, I mean, the Eagles' defensive line is is excellent as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point about Shanahan, though. He he is kind of shaky. If it's a close game, clock management. We kind of saw saw it at the end of the the first half of the Dallas 49ers game last week um, with those runs and kind of got lucky with Purdy making a big throw to get them in field goal range. But it was a little odd play calling. I, I'm on San Francisco too. I haven't made any bets yet. I'm kind of waiting for these. I was waiting for something to hit three or I don't know. I'm kind of pissed I didn't take Mahomes as a dog, but uh. I don't know the San Francisco secondary does feel like it it can be had like they gave up that monster game to Stidham down the stretch where they scored like 34 points I, I know they're they're pass rushing their linebackers Warner is obviously awesome but I, I do feel like with Philly's receivers and if they can block and get Hurts upright enough like they can be had there in that secondary a little bit am I am I crazy to think that no not at all I mean I, I think you're you're totally right and I, like, like you said that that secondary especially big plays which I think the Eagles have a propensity to do to throw, you know, they threw a couple deep balls to Devonte Smith last week. You know, I could see them easily getting a couple big plays on, on the Niners this week. I mean, the flip side though, is it's still the number one DVOA defense. And a lot of that's built on the offensive or on the defensive line and the linebackers, like you, you said, Mike, but I mean, they, they don't give up a ton of points. I mean, that Vegas game stands out like a sore thumb before that they'd given up 20, 13, seven, 17, zero, 10, 16, 14. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so that, that game definitely sticks out and it was the passing attack that did it, but um, I don't know. Stidham was pretty live that game. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand what you guys are saying, but it's still a, you know, I think it's a pretty complete defense the way I see it. Yeah. Purdy going to be a rookie quarterback. No one's ever done it in a, in a championship game before. So I guess we think he's going to do it. He has like three throws a game where you're just like, Oh my God. But uh, overall, like it's got to just be the Shanny play calling. He, he does hit those crossing routes like pretty effectively. He, th- he throws a very nice ball, but yeah, there, there was a couple times he was scrambling, which it just felt very awkward. Um, and he kind of threw it up or had to throw it out of bounds. Um, and it, you know, that's just something that comes with experience, but, um, yeah, I think the Eagles will definitely have a chance or two to, to get a turnover, which could totally flip this game. I mean, it could flip on, on one turnover. Trav, do you remember when Purdy and Hertz played each other in 2019 in college, yeah. Iowa state versus Oklahoma? Yeah. Um, there were a lot of, a lot of touchdown throws, if I remember. I don't know. Purdy had five TDs in the air, one on the ground. Hertz had three in the air and two on the ground. Yeah, and, that's uh, that's a lot of points. I think Wait. FS1 actually showed that game the other night. I was flipping that's through cool. and caught a little bit of it. Who, who won that game? Um, Oklahoma was ranked like ninth. I think I think they won, though. I think Oklahoma beat Iowa State that, that night. So it looks like uh, the Sooners won 42-41. Uh, Purdy had a two-point conversion at the end to try and win it and didn't didn't get it. Hmm. Hmm. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'd sign up for that this week. Yeah. I guess well, that would mean yeah. the, the Niners would cover. <laughs> yeah, lose. I mean, I think we all thought, you know, I think when Dallas got the ball down, or they down seven uh, last week with like two minutes left, this was before they punted, that if they were to score, I think they were going to go for two. It kind of seemed like, at least in our group chat, that was the sentiment that was going to happen. Yeah. And, I know they didn't come close, but um, that would have been a fascinating uh, decision or call for McCarthy to make. You guys took the Cowboys. I, I, I was too beaten down by the end of that weekend to take them, but like fucking Dak, like those two interceptions are so bad. It's just never going to happen for them. No. I don't know what's going to happen for McCarthy. It's not going to happen for Dak. That's the only thing that worries me a little bit is like San Francisco, like that 
that kind of gave them that game a little bit. Yeah. He, I mean, at the end of the half one, they're going in at least to get a field goal and for him to throw that INT and then San Francisco gets a field goal like that. That was killer. Just weird decision making because I, I feel like he makes like other good throws and good decisions, but just like two two decisions a game. Brutal. Um, totally ruined that game. Awesome defensive battle, though. Both defenses are great. Dan Quinn, obviously staying with the Cowboys shockingly today. Uh, had a few coaching hires. We're taping this on Thursday. Frank Reich going to Carolina. I think that's the first one to fall, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mark, what are, what are your thoughts on your Panthers there hiring Reich? Yeah, I like it. I, I think an experienced coach like him, it's the right move. <laughs> it's just funny. He's going into another situation with quarterback uncertainty, which is kind of like his bread and butter with the the Colts. Um, and he did, you know, he did pretty well, all things considered. So if they can get the quarterback right, I assume they'll draft one in this year's draft. Uh, I think they'll do well. Um, but curious, like out of the, I think there's five other jobs open, uh, Denver, Arizona, Houston, and Indianapolis. So out of those jobs, uh, which one would you guys take, I guess, factoring in, you know, situation, ownership, GM, you know, out of, out of those five, would you guys lean towards one or the other? Uh, I'd probably lean Indy and a close second would be Houston. I think the division's there for the taking. They both have high draft picks. They're going to get a quarterback. So that's, that's, those are the moves to make. Even with the, like the owner in Indy and kind of the owner's like, weird, but it's not like they haven't been successful with him. I mean, he's a, he's strange. I have no doubt about that, but I mean, they've been successful. And I guess he's been pretty patient too, all things considered. Yeah. So yeah, you, you probably get three or four years at least. I'm guessing I mean, Demico Ryan's is going to get one of these jobs, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm just surprised so. how slow everything is unfolding here. I don't know yeah. if, Peyton, if anyone's going to strike on Peyton. Like you got to give up so much. Uh, I the the Broncos feels like a to- like I don't know who would take that job. I mean, that feels like someone desperate to get a chance. Maybe I can't imagine an established person's going to sign up for that quarterback situation. I wonder if all these teams are waiting for Peyton to make a decision. And then after that, we'll see a flurry of hires or something like he's kind of the first domino that has to fall. Yeah. I don't know. I'd love Peyton to go to Houston because I think again, the divisions there, you can align him with a young quarterback. He's not going to be saddled with Kyler or Russ. I don't know. I mean, Houston feels like a dead end because it's been so bad the last couple of years, but there was a, I mean, obviously with Bill O'Brien, they had a good run making the playoffs. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see that. I think. What's weird is there's no like hot young offensive assistant who's getting a job this year. I feel like there's always been one or two yeah. or three or four. And like, they're not like, I guess Kafka from the giants interviewed a few places, but he only, he only did it for one year. I don't think yeah. he's going to get a job this time around, maybe next year. Yeah. Well, no, he's the kind of guy where it's like, I mean, if, if he's really desperate, then I could see him maybe Arizona. I mean, could makes, I don't know if he interviewed there or not, but I think Arizona is a little bit more lively, lively than Denver. I would say none of these jobs are that attractive though. I mean, you know, Denver and Arizona have, you know, somewhat of a quarterback, but it could be a negative. Yeah. Houston Indy are are like rebuilding projects. I don't, I feel like Indy's got some pieces. I I obviously it was a mess, but I I think Indy is pretty far and away. I guess I said Houston would be a close second, but I think Indy's really not a bad situation. Cause again, you could step in there and win that division. The report I saw today was that Ursay wants Saturday back. And no one else in the organization does. So, yep, that's Strange. fucking weird. Strange. Um, what did he win? Two games? They win their finale? I, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But, but is he going to bring in like new staff? You think like he has like a whole staff lined up? <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's, it's so, so weird. bizarre. Uh, yeah. One more thought on coaching. I guess uh, today also the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett, one of the big disasters from last year. So, 
by the time people are listening to this or, or next week, we're not going to do a pod next week because we have the week off for the Super Bowl bye week. But uh, next time we talk, Mark, Aaron Rodgers could be a Jet. Is that what you want? <laughs> totally, a hundred percent. I think it'd be fun. I mean, for Jets fans, like you know, we haven't been to the playoffs since two thousand ten. So to have any form of quarterback that has you know history there, I know he's getting up there in age, but you know, I think he could still do okay, especially with a, a very good defense if the Jets could repeat, repeat uh, this past year's performance. It, it's funny, though, Nathaniel Hackett being hired, uh, you know, longtime Jets fans will remember Paul Hackett, uh, the offensive coordinator in the early 2000s under was terrible. Edwards. He was bad. So bad that I, I was texting with my buddy Troy today, and we were talking about how Hackett, I mean, this was maybe a different era somewhat, never ran the shotgun. Um, so we did like every single play under center and we like could not understand. And this was like the thing, like in the media too, was playing it up at the time, just so bizarre. And of course his son, uh, you know, following his footsteps, just, uh, very appropriate history repeats. And I'm hoping it repeats with the, the Rogers thing that, you know, Packers quarterback coming to the jets like Favre. I was revisiting some of the Favre stuff today. Uh, just the coverage at the time. It was pretty crazy. Like Tannenbaum and Woody were going down to Mississippi like the media here was covering like his plane coming into Morristown and, and checking out the, at the time was the new jets practice facility, like choppers following far of like everywhere. He got a key to the city from Bloomberg and like <laughs> some cheesecake. And like, like they did all this stuff before he even played a fucking snap. Like, I, I, think I, I, I feel like Rogers is not going to be celebrated like that when he comes no. here. Right. <laughs> I think they're trying to sell him on the idea that there's like some hunting in like, New Jersey, like I think that's what they're trying to sell Farve on, at least, because um, it's you know it's in your Forum Park, which is somewhat more woodsy than the city. But uh, yeah, just just hilarious. I I, didn't, I forgot that they traded for him. I, I thought he like retired then unretired or something. Yeah, bizarre chain of events, though. All right, back to uh, Niners, Forty uh, Niners. Are you have you, have you guys placed this other than the teaser? Are we do we think this will get to three on game day, or are we going to have to suck it up and take two and a half? I don't think it's going to get to three. Mm. I think there's a chance. I mean, I, like, didn't this past weekend the lines moved a lot, like closer to game time? A little bit. Or am I mis- misremembering? If you're going to tease the under over, what would you're better at this, Trav, than I am? Obviously, we've documented my struggles with unders, but are you teasing this up and taking the under? Or are you teasing it down to forty and a half, taking the over? God, I don't know. I'm an idiot, so I would probably tease it up and take the under because I feel like it's going to be much more low scoring. It's interesting because it's sitting at two and a half and 91% of the money apparently is on Philly. So that's why I say I, I don't know that it's going to get to three because I don't know what's going to happen to push it there, but maybe. So what is that? like? That means Vegas wants you to take Philly, right? If they're not moving it and like they're comfortable just rolling with with all these people having Philly. I, I guess. So. I mean, I would yeah. think they want you to, they want to balance out their exposure to Philly by getting you to yeah. take San Francisco. So it feels like it would get to three, but it, it hasn't yet. So I'm not sure what would change, but. I don't know a single person that hasn't taken the Eagles yet, other than the three of us now just talking about it. So I'm just looking at it. shouldn't scare me off of it. <laughs> last six games. And I, I know, Mike, you took all the unders in the wild card weekend. Yeah, they all went under and, this past week, right? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we said we, you should stick with the system. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, I don't. Well, the Chiefs Jags go under? Yeah, it did. It that did. number was like 53 yeah. and they hit like 47. Giants went under. Uh, oh, they all went under, right? Yeah, they all went under. Brutal. Uh, so that means we're going over this week. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> any props you guys 
have looked at <laughs> or, or like so far? TD score, Mark. I know you hit a you hit Dalton Schultz first TD in Cowboys. Uh, yeah, that, that actually kind of saved my weekend from being really disastrous. Uh, you know, after the the two games on Saturday, Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard scored uh, the first TDs for those teams. I, I placed Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz on Sunday, and and one of those hit. So that, that kind of saved my weekend. Uh, I haven't done a, a look yet, but um, would consider one of these tight ends this weekend as well. Maybe Kittle. I don't know. I feel like you got to you come got to come up with a new theme this week. Um, Maybe, yeah. I I, I kind of liked uh, Pacheco over rushing yards. I haven't looked at the number yet, but um, I was thinking, you know, with the ankle, the Chiefs might lean on him a little bit more. Maybe that's a popular thing. I don't know. First touchdown score: Kittle's eleven to one, Goddard's eleven to one. It's not bad. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Schultz was. Eh, maybe Schultz is a little higher. Last weekend, can't remember. Gainwell nineteen to one. I don't hate that. I I, I like. I mean, I don't think first touchdown score but i like boston scott anytime touchdown score because everyone's made such a big deal that he only scores against the giants so it feels like maybe <laughs> he's due yeah i like that yeah First, i always like that juan jennings too with san francisco i think he only caught one touchdown this year but i always I, he whenever i see him on the field i'm like oh my god they're third receiver look at the body on that guy he's fast and then like he never actually does anything but he just looks the part he has crabtree's number too right so i think yeah. that adds to it also yeah. the effect of yeah. him <laughs> i think that's probably it <laughs> This is kind of uh, San Francisco defense, thirty-eight to one to score the first touchdown. That's so stupid. What is Philly? Uh, Philly's, Philly's defense, defense is only uh, twenty-nine to one. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, maybe like a Purdy nervous interception to start the game, or mm-hmm. or fumble something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bradbury. Bradbury picked off Jones, a little revenge spot. Purdy's Dude. over passing yards. Has been staring at me. It's only two eighteen and a half. Seems I feel too like, easy. I feel right? like last year we took we nailed the Jimmy over in the NFC title game too. That was like historically low though because it was that cold game in Green Bay. But wait, no, that wasn't the that was a divisional game. It, it oh right, that was a divisional yeah. game. You're right, 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 right. That's intriguing though because I kind of feel like when Shanny thinks everybody, he always zags, and it does seem like McCaffrey and Mitchell are a little banged up, so maybe he'll be doing more screens and and other shit like that. But I. The uh, the run game for the Niners wasn't great last week. I mean, no. I'm sure that was the game plan for the Dallas defense to kind of make Purdy beat you. Maybe you know Philly's going to do the same thing, and Shanny's going to come out throwing. Yeah, but we don't do props here. But those are those are a few. Um, let's go to the other game. You mentioned Pacheco, pride of Rutgers, uh, pride of New Jersey. He was running so fucking hard in that in that Chiefs Jags game. That one run where he like kind of ran into the line and then just bursted down the sidelines. I yeah. freaking love that guy. And uh, similar to this other game where everyone's on Philly, it seemed like obviously everyone was on Cincy. People were betting the shit out of it when you thought Mahomes was was bad. But we've been studying the tweets of him walking on the field at practice, walking out of the press conference room, no walking boot. I don't know if he's just like shot up with drugs and like gritting through it, but he looks pretty freaking normal. So I'm annoyed I did not take Mahomes when he was a two-point dog at home. Now Chiefs are minus one. That feels right. This game, I, I have no freaking idea. It seems like more of a stay away or a tease situation with the Bengals, but um, I don't even know. Burrow's so freaking good. He's 18-1 and one against the spread in his last 19 games. Travis, what, what, what have you done here in the teaser? Uh, other than the teaser, nothing. I'm kind of curious, though, on the Chiefs. I just feel like there's so much momentum on the side of the public momentum on the side of the, the Bengals. I think they're getting 65% of the bets, only 50% of the money. 
so I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards the Chiefs one way or the other. Uh, they were two and a half point road fave in week 13. So I think there's some value from that perspective. Um, they're also, they were seven and 11 against the spread. So that's a winning percentage of like 38 and no team with a sub 40 winning percentage against the spread, uh, has ever won the Super Bowl. So that was interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I just, I still, I, I, I'm still just enticed by them and I love the Bengals and I kind of want the Bengals to win, but I just, I don't know. It feels like there's an opportunity here. I feel like we really whiffed last week on the Bengals, like how angry they were about all the home field shit. And like, they were definitely overlooked last week. That spread was ludicrous. Now looking back at it, um, I know their offensive line was banged up, but they were just getting no respect, especially on the defensive side. And now like this week, I feel like it's, it's flipped where everyone's just talking about the Bengals. Like they're calling it Burrowhead instead of Arrowhead because they've beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. So I feel like the Chiefs have the, the bulletin board material, so to speak. I don't know. But maybe that's a... Stu- I don't I have no fucking... This game's a freaking toss-up, obviously. That's why the spread's won. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, what what was the spread like last year's AFC Championship game? And, I, and I'm trying to think, like, what happened in that game. Like, weren't the Chiefs up big to start? And yeah, then... they went up. We all bet the Chiefs. 21, they were up 21 right? nothing. Okay, they were. Okay. Because I was listening to... Who was it? Lombardi, I think he said, like... Or, surmise that you know maybe Mahomes had gotten concussed in that game because I don't remember he like played really bad especially in the overtime he had like some awful throw so I don't know if that contributed to to that result but um well they were up 21 three and then they could have scored again right at the end of the first half and oh, that right. stupid interception um was it an interception or just like a like a goal line play to hill that wasn't even in the end zone or something it was like a fourth down or something uh yeah end of half yeah i'm looking at the game log right now. yeah second and goal fourth second and goal as time expired he was okay yeah he did a short pass to hill you're right but it was yeah it was uh before the goal line eli apple actually made the tackle to eli apple's twitter has been been great (laughs) yeah (laughs) little chatty this week (laughs) and then the chiefs only scored three points in second half with our boy lou and arumo obviously just dominating the second half adjustments but if he was concussed then who knows I feel like I haven't been reading much about Lou getting interviews. He's not getting any. I don't get it. Strange. Like, are you going to interview Dan Quinn? Um, I know defensive guys. Like, if I'm an, if you're a team, you're not really looking to hire a defensive guy. But at maybe least play it the him. same way. Maybe go Chiefs first half and then take uh, take the Bengals at halftime. That might be the move. Chiefs first. I kind of like it. What, what is the, the number on that? Yeah, Chiefs first half. Uh, I mean, it's going to be probably. Nothing. Yeah. If it's minus, well, this, what I'm looking at says minus one and a half. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I just see money line minus 116. I don't know if there are. Oh, first half spread. Minus one and a half. Yep. How is this first half spread bigger than the the game spread? Minus one and a half plus 112, though. Ah. Yeah. Or you could do minus one sixteen money line for first half. Yeah, I do kind of like that. I kind of do. Yeah, I, do, I I love that. I mean, just watching the video of Mahomes, like it's tough to tell whether he's favoring the ankle because he just always kind of ran weirdly. Yeah. I think he's gonna be. Yeah, fine, he he but... he runs weird. He runs weird. He walks weird too. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna be okay, but um, you know, tough to tell. Like there's a tennis hole, but like there's this American player named Francis TFO who like always walks like he's injured. And I feel like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Mahomes like does that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's yeah. <laughs> well 
to, to, uh, I mean, it's weird that he hasn't had like the ankle wrapped though, like in any of these videos. It's just we kinda... don't know what's going on underneath those cleats and socks, though, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Usually, you see some sort of something. This just looks normal to me. Fanduel doesn't even have a Mahomes rushing yards posted as an over under. Huh. Uh, I mean, how could you? I mean, if they, if they, I know. I, I haven't watched any of the Zapruder films this week of him <laughs> you know, walking in and out of a press conference, but I'll say it, it didn't look pretty. And no. when Romo was like, that's going to be a problem. I mean, I, I put some stock in that. No, I'm not saying he's not going to play. I think he certainly will play, but how limited is he going to be? And that Cincinnati defensive line has played so well. He's going to be under pressure. They'll game plan something up to get the ball out quickly. But I mean, even like, you know, if they're trying to run the ball late in the game, the handoffs getting back there for that, that was a problem last week. Maybe it won't be a problem this week, but yeah, it, I don't know. And you still like the Chiefs though. I do. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, first of all, we should give, I mean, I know Mike is, this is going to burn Mike's ears, but we should give Chad Henney a little bit of fucking respect. The guy came in and won a divisional (laughs) game two years ago. He gets the ball on the two yard line this year. It drives for 98 yard touchdown. I mean, you know, Mike's least favorite player in the history of the world. But I mean, give the guy a little respect. Look, it, I was very, it, it was a really impressive drive, I got to say. Okay. It's nice of you to say. <laughs> he, he came in and he got the job done. There's not much more you could say. That like that that's what a backup's supposed to do. Is uh, it? How many backups in the league do you think come in and pull that off? That's <laughs> against the Jags. But no, it was a uh, nice mm-hmm. it was a nice drive. It was a very very nice drive. Uh had he played all year? He he take he took some snaps, I think. Okay, couple games. Very impressive, though. I agree, Draft. That was awesome. There's a lot of Pacheco on that drive, but yes. Uh, mm-hmm. There's yep. a big third down conversion, especially that, that first one deep in their own zone. That was the most impressive. I mean, they line him up at his own two, the first play out of the bullpen. Put the ball in his hands. Yep. Okay. Yeah, was, that was awesome. Calm down. He was five of seven for 23 yards. But hey. hey. But no, just good decision making. Yeah. D- yeah. Like, good He's throws. a pro. Yeah, exactly. Just what you want out of a backup. Yeah. That's right. Come to Sorry, Kadarius Tony only had 14 yards receiving in that game. I'm just, I'm eyeing his under again. He sucks. Mm. Or he's going to get hurt. Something like that. Uh, I was just thinking, like, who even is the the current backup for the 49ers? That's a great question. Let's look it up. Uh, (laughs) Like, I have no freaking clue. (laughs) Not that it matters. If Purdy goes down. Yeah. Didn't they? Well, they no. They brought uh, in. Didn't they bring in? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Josh yeah, yeah. Josh yes. Johnson. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Jimmy could be available this week. No, I think Shani said he's he's going to be out. He's going to be out. He's having an address. Yeah. Okay. Josh Johnson. By the no, way, last week um, for all the Niners fans out there, another fumbled punt in the playoffs by by yeah. Ray Ray McLeod. Good point. I don't know if you can bet on that, but God, the <laughs> the Niners at least either muff. A punt and recover it themselves, or fumble it and turn it over, without question in the playoffs. Just run away from it. Yeah, yeah. That was a line drive punt too. I don't know if it was on purpose, but it, it certainly put the uh, Ray Ray under pressure. He fielded it cleanly though, like he really snatched it, and then he just took off like a banshee, and then obviously got. It was like a hands catch. It. He almost made. I know, it was you know, on a punt. The over under in this one is uh, what is it? 47 and a half. Man, both these games are so similar. Can, can I ask a question of, of you two? Now that we are here in conference championship weekend and we are not at a neutral site, I mean, what would the prospects in retrospect of a neutral site game, you know, how do you guys feel about that? 
know, we had the snow. We had a couple of, you know. Yeah, no, I'm so pumped field. we're going to be at Arrowhead in okay. Philly this week, right? Totally. Two great, great home fields. Yeah. It's a great point, Trav. Great like colors. I, 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 yeah. If the NFL does it, it's going to be a huge, huge mistake. Yeah. If they make that a permanent thing. I'm glad they don't even get to test it out and see what it. Yeah. And then, so then they can have all the planted articles being like, what a success Atlanta was. <laughs> right. Like we get bored of the Super Bowl cities already. And we're going to have to start rotating NFC and AFC conference title games around. Yeah. Then they're going to have to have them at like MetLife again. Nobody wants that. No. I would. I don't even want the Giants championship games to be in that way. <laughs> all, all on the road. Uh, I don't. Mark and I watched that Giants game together. I don't even. I don't even need to like. There's nothing to even revisit. We just got our asses kicked. And congrats to all you Philly listeners out there. Um, I will say, Trav, we were watching the game with uh, one of Mike's friends of friends, and you know, I thought we were degenerate gamblers, but uh, this guy that we were with was live betting. SEC women's basketball <laughs> and one uh, it was as, it was SEC or big 12. I can't remember. Yeah, it was, was Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. He live back. Oh. That's amazing. Uh, I was like, Oh my God. Says the markets are really level. Says the markets are really inefficient on women's college basketball. So when football <laughs> no, season, I'm sure they are when football season's over. We might need to dive in. Uh, we'll, keep the, we'll keep the pod going through uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the women's basketball. Listeners. I'm sure it's way easier to bet on the women's tournament than the men's tournament. Um, but it's way more fun to lose money on <laughs> the other way. Uh, so Chiefs, if we if we have our ways about winning, Chiefs 49ers part two. Uh, well, I mean, I think the probably the most fun Super Bowl I think would be uh, Philly KC, just the Andy Reid angle. I think it's yeah. pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see the 49er Chief Chiefs rematch. I, I kind of want the Bengals in. I want Burrow to win a Super Bowl. I think that'd be a blast. And I also kind of want to have, like, begin to have the conversation about Mahomes being not overrated. No one thinks he's overrated. So actually, he's underrated, I think. But, you know, can he not win a Super Bowl? Because let's be honest. I mean, you host five straight conference championship games and they would only have one Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, that's up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Bill's territory. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So, Andy's been to this is his fifth with KC, and then he went to how many with Philly? Four? Because he he like lost like three in a row or something. Yeah, Philly. Pretty I think crazy. Right. Thereabouts. Yeah. This seems like awful luck if they lose this one, though. I feel I feel bad, but Burrow's a fucking stone cold killer. I mean, props, that was just props to Zach Taylor for two years in a row getting this far. It's impressive. That was complete domination. Fucking Bills. Suck. Oh, that game was over from the first snap. It was. And uh, Mark, are you convinced yet that that it was Demar in the stands? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of conspiracy theories on TikTok that that was not Demar Hamlin, but uh, I- I'm pretty sure it is. Josh Allen seemed to indicate that it was. I feel like when they there's there's no way there's no way you can keep that many people on the same page, especially after they lost. Maybe if they had won and they wanted to keep some charade going into the next round, but come on. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that, that people were just saying that I just thought was odd was that like they said, if you have like CPR, like you can't like lift your arms above your head for like months. Like, like it's just professional, he's a professional athlete. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And he's young. So he was doing that. He was doing it in the hospital bed. That was definitely him when he tweeted that picture of him lifting his hands up with the heart, that first picture he posted. So just like going through there, like suppose he did, 
pass away? Like, does the NFL mark? <laughs> <laughs> no, does the NFL like? I don't want to be season? associated with this. Okay, sorry. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Think, no, no, no. Go you ahead. Think... You can, I mean, now I'm curious. <laughs> no, I, I, I was just like a hypothetical. Like, if a player dies on the field, like, does the NFL, you know, take a week off from the season? Do they? I, I don't know. That's why it was like. Just thank God everything worked out, right? Yeah. For a yeah, variety I mean, of reasons. No one wants to watch anyone die on the field or die in general. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It would have been so freaking awkward, right? Like, you can't... How do you go on and, like, celebrate the playoffs? It would have been awful. Yeah. Outside of the potential neutral site game, I think the NFL handles it well by doing nothing for a couple of days. But, I mean, we're kind of forgetting that, what was it, three weeks ago? We were sitting here on Thursday, and people were still asking if they were going to play the games that weekend. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that was definitely and he discussion. Was, he knew he was yeah. alive at that point. We didn't know in what status, but yeah, or presumably was alive. Mark, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just getting the clone <laughs> ready. So, <laughs> like, you don't even go with body double. You go right to the clone. Uh, I would say it's odd, but I, I agree. I mean, you just can't. It's not even just the 50s, whatever players. You know, there these. There's got to be 30 coaches and 40 locker room attendants and equipment guys in there. Like, totally, I, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on to another thing that's not a conspiracy, the officiating in the NFL. Uh, mm, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, but we got some good ones this weekend. Hussey is doing the early game at three. Niners, 49ers. Niners, 49ers. I'm an idiot. Niners, Eagles. So uh, Hussey deserves a spot. We'd love to see him in the Super Bowl, but, but can't complain with the NFC title game. He's the best in the biz. You don't fuss with the Huss. And I uh, hope he has a nice, nice, clean game. I don't even have any notes on like Hussey being good or bad. He's just a... Just a straight professional. Great choice. Serious man. Uh Hussey's only been in the NFL. Oh, he's been in the NFL for uh a head referee since 2015. Is that a long he had to pay his dues for 13 years. 13 years as a line judge. I don't I wonder how that process works, the politics. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's tough. Um, well, unless unless you're one of the the kids. Yeah. Unless you're Hockley or Walt Anderson, the fourth or whatever. Clay Martin, the alternate in this one. So he'll be in the building. Mm. Mm. Disappointment. Yeah. Um, and then Ron Torbort is doing the night game. Another guy who's, who's pretty solid, but he, he has some moments. I feel like that, that, I, that raise questions, but he's usually, like he's usually him, pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. He, he did last year's Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Clearly a, a top referee, I think. Uh, he's the and I, I like him a lot I have no problem with him but he does happen to be the referee if you're thinking about who he is when they post the meme with like the 40 yellow flags on the field yeah. that's him <laughs> not not because he throws it just happens to be him I, so I assume these guys are top three or t yeah top three referees and then the Carl Cheffers who's doing the Super Bowl is just the top top ref that's that's how they get awarded these things right yeah you do yeah yeah did Sheffers do week? I feel like he did opening night too. I could be wrong. Yes, that sounds right. Carl gets good spots. Yeah. No, one thing to look for him is when he makes a call and he points, he, he uses his other hand and crosses his chest. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Like, watch for his motions this, this time. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking <laughs> He's about. He's very, he like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, we know, we know so much about NFL refs. Uh, too bad there's no props there. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's too open to a. Uh, chicanery um here's just a couple of i mean the, this jumps out so he threw there were nine penalties in that week one because he did have opening night week two he had denver houston 21 flags Jesus 194 Christ. accepted penalty yards wow 
That's absurd. Man. That's good. It's really crazy. I, I, yeah, it, it's surprising he's doing the Super Bowl. I, I feel like he hasn't. At least the games I've watched, it hasn't been you know, that big of a nuisance. But man, seventy percent bets on on Cincy down to fifty. The money's fifty fifty now. It was so lopsided, obviously earlier in the week. Hmm. That makes me think like it's going to come back around where Cincy's the underdog again, not like the the public dog again. I can't tell. Very tough game to read. This one's hard. I might not even do a straight side in this one. Maybe just live bet it. Uh, yeah, that's all I got on those games. I got nothing. You guys so got any the, other bets? For the announcers, it's the, the Fox AA team and the CBS A team. Yeah. Jim and Tony get out of Buffalo finally. Yeah, Jim and Tony are out of <laughs> Buffalo. Get to hear him for one final time. Uh, Greg and Kevin got him this week in, in the Super Bowl. Nice. I didn't hear much of, of Moose because we were at the bar, Mark, so I don't know. Thankfully. Yeah, Trav, was there any, anything we missed in the, the Giants-Eagles game for Moose? Uh, <laughs> any, any nuggets of wisdom? <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I mean, we had some people over. The kids were running around going insane, so I, it's, I didn't hear very much, and I don't remember very much, honestly. Uh, Collinsworth was losing his mind. He was just great. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that he's not doing one of these games. Yeah. And no poor Buck and Aikman still just sitting out. But uh not even an alternate cast. I wonder what stupid alternate cast Fox will cook up for this. I wonder if Brady's gonna get involved in the Super Bowl. He can't just drop in, can he? It's not a contract. Not, not sure he's in the frame of mind right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh um, a Brady video that circulated today of uh, him looking at private schools in Miami. Mm. People are trying to connect the dots. Does he have custody? <laughs> I think I it's know. joint. It's joint. Good question. Yeah. I don't think there I was saw any... a video of Giselle today that I liked a little bit more than that, but okay. With the trainer? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, she was in some purple swimsuit thing. I don't know. Mm. Never mind. <laughs> uh,. Yeah, that's it. The final two games for the Super Bowl. Time to lose some more money. Um, any other props in this one? I, I, I like the Tony under. That's about it. That's just a spiteful bet for me. Kelsey, 14 catches last week. I mean, it's going to be trouble if he doesn't have a big week, but could you know maybe go the other way on that. Yeah. yeah. Or he had 14 catches at some point. I don't even know where he finished with. No, you're right. It 14 for 98. Very low efficiency. Um, yeah, low. Hmm. Let's see. what It goes to him every time. Missed him a couple times, too. Receiving props. Uh, player total receptions. Kelsey, six and a half. Unders plus 112. It's not awful. That's not a fun bet to take, though. If you take the... No, if you, under six and a half, that seems impossible. Yeah. Over six and a half is minus 148. Kind of like the under there. Because he could still go like six for 120. Uh, what's, what's Tyler Boyd? Over three and a half. Plus one twenty four. Love it. Yeah. Plus one twenty four over three and a half. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's a good one. Easy money. Uh, and his over for yards is only thirty one and a half. Hmm. Yeah, I like the Boyd's. The Boyd. The Boyd props. That's good stuff. Um. All right, I got no other thoughts. You guys got any other th- lasting thoughts before trivia? 
No? It's tough when you get down to these final two games. Two tough lines, two coin flips. Good luck to everything you take. Live betting. Odds are let somebody fall behind and then then tap in on the other way if you can't decide. But uh seems to have worked out most of these playoffs, except for I guess I guess it didn't work out too well for the Bills at the Giants last week, but most cases, if you live bet, works out pretty well. So uh, Mark Trivia, send us out. Trivia. Uh so last week I asked the listeners, um in the common draft error. There are three teams that have picked the most players in the top 10 of the NFL draft. Uh, one of those teams having moved into the top three last year. Can you name those three teams? Got a couple guesses. Mike Schimmel guessed the Lions, Browns, and Bucks. Those actually all were incorrect, but I think those are good guesses. Um, Elliot Newell guessed the Newell. Jets. Yeah. Newell, sorry. Niners fan. Uh, oh, nice. Um, he guessed the, who do you guess? Jets, Bears, Bengals. Uh, Jets and Bengals were both correct. Uh, it's a nice job, Elliot. Uh, the, the third team was the Cardinals, uh, not the Bears, but um, nice job, Elliot. Uh, for you guys this week, I actually have two questions, if we have time for two. Um, I think they're both fun questions. So as you know, Brock Purdy will be the fifth rookie quarterback to start a conference championship game. Um, I was curious if you guys could name the other four. Um. What did we do last week? You won. We're tied. All right. So you're up. So there's. I think you're about to win this one, though. I don't know. Mm, okay. I'm up. Yeah. Roethlisberger. Yep. That's one. 2004. Yeah, that, was, that was my first guess. Uh, fuck. Uh, Sean King? Yeah. Wow. How? Jesus. <laughs> what? 1999. I vivid really remember that game. That was the eleven six Rams Bucks game against the the fastest show on turf. The uh, the Rams won eleven six. So that's interesting. So I was actually gonna, well, I'll I'll just make the guess. I was gonna guess Warner because I don't know uh, Warner. Uh, no, he must not have been a rookie. I know he'd been on Green Bay at you know at some point, but I don't know if he was ever in a game or not. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how the NFL classifies that. That's a good question. Sorry, fifth rookie quarterback to start a conference championship game. So I mean, you, this wasn't you know Warner's first year in the NFL with the Rams. Was it not? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I guess what Travis saying is like if you're on a roster or a practice squad, does that like technically count as a rookie year? You know what I mean? Like like Blake Griffin like sat out a year, but then the NBA still called his second year his rookie year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the NBA. This is, I, I, this <laughs> is the NFL. <laughs> uh, yeah, because his first year was 98, which is what well, okay. he has statistics okay. for. But I yeah. guess it was 99 they went to the... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, to start. He had four, four... He was four for 11 in 98. And then that was... Well, I'm trying to think. Like Carson Palmer sat out his first year because he got hurt. You know, just... Was he up for rookie of the year? Yeah, yeah I think actually. he was. Oh, is he? Uh, okay. I don't know. It's actually a good question. So there's two more. I'm guessing two more. I can give you a hint. I'm guessing they're older. Uh, but maybe not. It seems too early. I've only done two guesses for a hint. Sanchez? Yeah. Sanchez. Oh, it's not, it wasn't my guess, though. Oh, yeah, it was. Marcus. Mar- Trav, you guess Warner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sanchez Mark is right. Sanchez, 2009. Yep. One more. Russell Wilson? Uh, no. Not, that does, it's a very good guess. Yeah. I'm trying to think how far they got that year. <clears throat> got it. I think I got it. 
Um, I don't know. I'm going to say Bortles, but that's not right. No, that's good. That's a good guess, though. Flacco? Joe Flacco, 2008. Really? I, I, I guess I didn't realize he was drafted the year right before Sanchez. I don't know why. It seems like he's much older. That's a great job. I guess. Jeez. Pretty old. So you guys split that. I mean, Sean King is, that is, I, I can't believe he made a, a game <laughs> at all. I think he made two. I think they had <laughs> one against the Eagles. The, the Eagles, Eagles, yeah. Uh, did he pull, Did he start in that game? Because that was Gruden. I think that was Brad Johnson. Oh, you're right. When Rondé Barber had that interception. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't know if that was King. Bucks NFC Championship game, January 2003. <sighs> the final game at the Vet. That was the final game. At the Vet. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Johnson. Because yeah, the, the Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah. Um, all right, there was two two split, so maybe we do the other question then. Well, no, we, I mean we could just be tied going into okay. Super Bowl trivia, which is where we are. Okay, which seems right that it all comes down to yeah, that works. I guess yeah, you're gonna have some there. audio selections for us next week. Yeah, there'll be a bunch of audios. Yep, I'm all right, preparing them. Um, I mean, you can have twenty questions for us Super Bowl week if you want. Whatever, yeah, you should whatever, do 10, whatever. 10 audios is what I usually okay. do. There's not much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Uh, all right, let me send the listeners out with one. This is courtesy of Mike. As we all know, we were just talking about Brock Purdy being a rookie starting in the, the championship game. He was drafted in the seventh round of last year's draft, um, and he's, in fact, the, the last pick of last year's draft, Mr. O- Mr. Irrelevant. So the question for the listeners is, can you name the only other quarterback in NFL history to be drafted in the seventh round and start a conference championship game? Now, they don't have to start a conference championship game in their rookie year. Just want to know any other seventh-round draft pick that started a uh, championship game at quarterback. And we're looking for one? Just one? Just one. All right. Get us your guesses. That's good participation last week. This is a tough one. I already forgot the answer that I gave. So uh, <laughs> look forward to hearing and, and thinking about it some more and figuring it out. But uh, we're going to be off next week, like I said. Uh, first week off since August and then I will be back with you uh, before the Super Bowl with uh, a bunch of props and some fun audio trivia so we will talk to you then